Guess what, guys? We're not doctors. No, we are not. So if you're going to be making any major medical decisions, please consult your doctor. That includes diets, surgeries, and exercise. We love you guys. And we want you to continue to be in our OSLP family forever. So be careful and consult your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. We just got our blood work done. Yeah, we did. And our doctors asked us, what are we doing to have such great blood work? Yeah. And you know what we told them? ProCare. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. We told them, like, yeah, we take ProCare every day because they have a multivitamin that you can just take one a day. Yes, exactly. They have a capsule and a chewable form. And not only do they have vitamins, but they also have calcium, calcium chews. Oh my God, they're so good. They're so delicious. It's like our own little sweet treat for the end of the night. It really is because they have the dark chocolate and they have the cinnamon roll. Yes, and I love the salted caramel and the dinner mint. Alrighty, we'll go to ProCareNow.com and use code OSLP at checkout to save some money. You guys ask us all the time, what is our favorite protein powder? Yeah, literally we see this question Every day. And the answer is always devotion. devotion. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I even use it this morning to make my own sweet treat for nighttime because it's just a, a brownie batter pudding. And you literally just use one scoop and then milk or water. And then I use it every morning in my profi. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. I want one right now thinking of it. Seriously, it's 20 grams of protein. So go get yours now at devotionnutrition.com. And use code OSLP to save some money. Welcome back, OSLP family! Welcome, welcome. You are listening to our Sleep Life podcast, and this is Kelly. This is Mel. And as of course, we always have to start our episodes with reminding you to go over to Patreon. Yes, pay- go to patreon.com forward slash OSLP and pick your tier. Pick your tier That's and right. help support your girls because right. at the end of the day, We want to just meet everybody, meet everybody and break the damn stigma about weight loss surgery because it's still there. It is still Still there. there. We're still fighting against it. We did get a message from a uh, surgeon in Florida, his wife. Oh, and she said that we are doing a fantastic job at helping break the stigma. Oh, that's so sweet. Yes, it was very sweet. How I was cool. very excited to hear that. Yeah. So she said, keep doing what we're doing because it's going to work. All right. Well, that's what we'll do then. Yes. So in order to help break the stigma, right, we, we need, need your help you <laughs> to go over to Patreon and help support your girls. That's we right. have tiers all the way from a dollar to $50. You can pick whatever tier you want. Mm-hmm. You get benefits for every tier. But our favorite tier. That's right. Is the seven dollar because it's the benchy tier. It is the benchy tier. Yeah, we love it because we have a special support group that is on Facebook groups, mm-hmm. and you can legit post whatever you want as long as it is as it is helpful, supportive, mm-hmm. and you don't say anything negative. I mean, you can talk negative if something bad's but happening. To somebody in your own. else, yeah, you just no judgments, guys. No, no judgments. judgments. That is the rule. Yeah. If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. That is right. Um, And then where else do they need to go? We need you to go to YouTube. We need you to go to YouTube. If you don't know what YouTube is, what's wrong with you, mm-hmm. we use it all the time for even like for educational things. Mm-hmm. Go to YouTube and yes. then you just type in our sleep life podcast and you click subscribe and you hit the bell because all of these videos that you are listening to will now be videos on YouTube and you just they drop every Tuesday. Yes. And if you want those videos early. Yeah. If you want episodes early. Yeah. You also go over to Patreon. Yeah. They get the audio a couple days earlier with no ads. No No ads. ads. 
That's right. We have some ad stuff like on our um, page now. So yes. you get those with no ads and you get the videos 10 days early. Yes. So there is benefits to be a patron. There is. Um, so, yeah, every Tuesday they drop um, new episodes. Kelly has been making to where I cannot drop episodes just because we have a new studio yes. and we don't want to do the reveal yet. So, so we are <laughs> waiting. We are waiting to drop video. So you get audio only right now. But video will be dropping soon. We have one more piece that is coming into our studio and it is being delivered mm -hmm. supposedly on Wednesday. So we're excited. <sighs> yes. And I realize that you are not going to hear this until like two months after. Yep. It's, fine. it's fine. Kelly says it's fine. Um, But that is why we have you. You should be able to see all this. All the things. So we don't even need to talk about this. Part. No, we so, don't. Sorry, right. guys. <laughs> so let's fast forward to who we have on today. I know. With we us. have an awesome guest. Now, we have had a long road to get to this point. Yes, we have. Because there's been lots of reschedules. Yes, there has. Um, And now we finally, finally get Dad Rob. And if you don't know who Dad Rob is. What the hell's wrong? With Seriously, you? yes. you're gonna have to follow him. <laughs> His handle will be in the description. You can click on it and go follow. So go do yes. that right now. Yes, yes, yes. Because he's from Philly. He's a history teacher. Mm -hmm. He's freaking awesome. Yes. So welcome on, Dad Rob. Yeah. What's going on, ladies? How are we doing today? Good. 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 Ready to talk about all the things. Yeah. Because we, we know all a little everything. bit because you have been on the guys panel. You were on the first guys yeah. panel. Yeah. Go go back and listen to that episode. Fun group of people. Links in my bio if you ever need it. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, just a fun time. And you guys got to see how nuts I was, uh, even in compared to four other men in the weight loss community. True so. story. I mean, but you stood out. You did. I mean, you yeah, stand out yeah. to us and we like had to have your tie. own episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like a loud tie. This is the one episode that probably will get deleted, but this is the good one. This, this is, is the good, good one. one yeah. This is a great. This is going to be fire. Fire. Yes. Well, yeah, because I yeah. kind of want to start with with you is like because we kind of you have a really funny story about oh, like. Yeah getting surgery but let's, waking up from surgery. and waking up from surgery but let's go a little bit behind the scenes of like why like why did you even get surgery how long did it take for you even decide to get surgery oh my goodness so i i have like everything we can go through yeah um, so i am a teacher i was a dean of students at a north philly school for a while and uh to say that we saw a lot of trauma uh is a is a very major understatement mm -hmm. um that definitely affected me uh in some of the ways that I kind of self-soothed myself was okay. through food and alcohol. Mm. And it only took five years of therapy to figure that out. So, oh, uh, wow. yay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Therapy long, long works. Time, uh, fan of it. Yeah, yeah, it only takes like five years for some of these. Things. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there was a reason I was always so angry. So uh, anyway, long story short, I gained about 100 pounds over like four or five years. Okay. Uh, and I, I kind of was just living the good life. I was married and I joked that I had like the Kevin James situation going where I was the big guy. My wife is attractive and everyone just kind of notices that it's like, Oh, attractive woman. And, uh, there's, there's Rob. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, here I am. So, uh, you know, like I carried my weight. Well, I didn't think anything of it. And, uh, like I, it was the funniest thing I'd have a Fitbit, uh, and I would literally, uh, weigh myself daily and be like, Oh, look at that. Another four pounds. Hey, look at that. Another three pounds. Really? Oh, two. Wow. Oh yeah. So I, I let that number. So you my knew it is, it is freakishly accurate of how big I got okay. uh, up to 365 pounds. Wow. Uh, which came to a summertime. I went to a uh, pulmonologist because I snore mm -hmm. uh, horribly. And um, he said, uh, quick heads up, 
uh, you're burning out your CPAP machine. And in true big man fashion, I said, okay, well, we'll just go to the next size up, right? And he's like, no, I don't think you understand. You're at the industrial grade CPAP machine. Like you're at the big boy. There's oh. nothing bigger than this. And I was like, oh, so what do we do next? He's like, well, uh, there's a good chance that you may just go to sleep and not wake up. And I'm like, oh, like sleep through an alarm. Like, no, you're going to die. Oh, uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, wait, that's the ultimate prize. You're going to die at the end. There's there different you go. levels of a CPAP machine. I had no I, idea. I there, there are le- there are levels. Yes. And uh, oh. I, I, I won. I won. I got to the big band. And, wow. Uh, okay. So. Wow. So how long were you on the CPAP machine for? I, I still am. That's the crazy part. Okay. Um, you know, we could go down that rabbit hole, but I really thought the weight loss would happen and uh, fix everything. And it turns out I still have sleep apnea. I don't have it to the point that I could die. Okay. I just have it to the point that it annoys my wife uh, every time we go to bed. So oh. it's that fine cool. level that just causes the anxiety in the morning. <laughs> all right. All so. right. I know that my boyfriend, so he had gastric bypass and yes. he still uses his machine. Mm-hmm. Because yes. he sleeps better because the man only Absolutely. sleeps like four hours a night. So, no. yeah, right. I'm like, mm, no. no. Um, but he, if he doesn't have that, he sleeps even less. So he has to have that with him still. So, yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah when I went for my sleep study, I only lasted 45 minutes from when I fell asleep. And they're like, we need to rush order you a CPAP. Like, you you won. You're good. Like, you, you got it. Okay. Here, take this wow. and please start wearing it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So in, in true fashion, I uh, came home in August. Okay. Uh, my wife said, how did the appointment go in true men's fashion? I said, it went absolutely great. And I went down in the basement and said I had to do work, which for teachers, there's nothing to do. Uh, we don't get kids for another month. So oh, yeah. she was kind of, yeah, she was kind of curious why I went down in the basement and just started researching and then did that awkward laptop close of like nothing when she would come <laughs> in. But uh, I pretty much researched uh, weight loss surgery and uh, what to do to lose weight fast. And uh, boy, are there some fun links that you should not click on. I right? bet, yeah. Those. But, yeah. Um, yeah, so made the appointment with my primary. My primary uh, kind of mentioned that I he had recommended it three times already in the last three appointments, which mm. I have no recollection of, but it's in the notes. So oh yeah. shit! So he has. It's amazing what you suppress down. Yeah. When you don't want to hear something. Yeah. Yay. Three times it was yeah. recommended, and you yeah. didn't even so, remember it. So like three years oh. of saying like, "Hey, you should probably stop this," and uh, that's the charm. Three's the charm. So. Wow. Okay. I, I remember my my uh, rheumatologist pointing it out twice before I actually took it seriously. And hers was more like, you should look into it. It it could be a good option. Cause I mean, she, you weighed every time you went in because every month when I go in for an infusion, they weigh you. And I was always like, well, whatever the scale's wrong scales wrong. And so she would see the climb climb every month of me gaining and gaining and gaining. And so she finally said something and I was like, no, no, that's not, me that's not for me or yeah i'll look into it no no yeah, it, it, it's crazy i was like the worst dieter ever uh i was that person like you know what i'm gonna get in wedding shape when i got engaged mm. i gained 60 pounds like Whoa. gained yeah gained Whoa. 60 pounds wow you want to see an awkward engagement photo to wedding photo i'll put that up in a little bit it's like <laughs> literally the worst transformation tuesday that you could put in the weight loss oh, oh no what did you- i tried all the wedding cake Oh yeah, so, cake. Cake is a son of you. a bitch. Yeah. Everything. Well, you know, you just keep saying, Oh, I'll get to it. And then, you know, the best way to lose weight after your wedding is go to an all-inclusive for like seven days. So. Of course. Oh, of true. Because of yeah. the phase yeah. and all the food. Yeah. yeah. Or go on a cruise. Yeah. 
or go. Oh on. yeah, I couldn't get back into the boat when we went snorkeling, and that that wasn't even the red flag yet. Yeah, so oh. you you hit these points. Okay, where it's funny, you completely like take out of your mind this idea that you've even gotten that big. Right. Yeah. And you think, oh, that's weird. Like a, a glass bottom boat can't get me back in. Like it took two of the workers at the all inclusive to get me back into a boat. I'm like, that's odd. No mm-hmm. one else needed this. And then you realize like, yeah, they had to like get me out of the water. Out of water. Like a, like a tuna. So like a tuna. Oh yes. my goodness. And that didn't even phase you. That didn't even. No, well, you th- you'd think getting a net to get you out of the water would phase you, but no, it's, um, it's awkwardly, Weird that your body just says, no, nah, you're good. So keep going. Keep going. Uh, then, you know, just had life. Wife and kids came about and uh, just kept gaining weight. And then we got to that point. So. Wow. So. And, oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. And you said that your job was like, because of all the traumas was making everything worse too. Oh, yeah. So it was very common, uh, you know, to just, you get to Friday. It's the happy hour. You do everything else. I was working at 6 a.m. getting in uh, till about. 7 p.m. at night. Oh, wow. Uh, between night school, Saturday school, additional programs you do. Yay, teachers. Let's uh, keep up the good work there. Uh, but it it's, was a very quick and easy way to, I'm just going to go get Wendy's on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go mm-hmm. get McDonald's. And, uh, you know, I would rack up uh, 600 in fast casual a month. Wow. Like oh, a wow. month on that. A month. So oh, that's wow. a car payment. Yeah. That, that, I actually built That's, this entire basement out to like my own home gym and everything uh, just from the money I saved from not going to McDonald's. But Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when go. I started, yeah, when I started this whole process, I also did um, Dave Ramsey for like financial planning oh, and yeah. everything. Okay. Because uh, I turns out not only do I eat, I use food and uh, money for therapy. Okay. So I would just spend my problems away. Yeah. Uh, so I cut both. At the beginning of the pandemic, and boy, is that a fun thing to uh, do is lock yourself in a house and say you're not going to eat or spend money uh, when the whole rest of the world is ordering in and doing Amazon. How did you handle that? I'm kind of wondering that same thing. Yeah, Yeah. How would you handle something like that? That's that's intense to do to yourself. You know what? It it was funny. So I have a Boba Fett piggy bank that I keep. And every time that, yes, I love Star Wars. So <laughs> I get it. Um, yeah, just going just to slide that in. No, no judgment coming from the girl that just received her Harry Potter sensi. I'm just, yeah, I'm just exactly. I mean, no, no, no ego amigo. We're, I have a lightsaber on we my finger. This. We're totally fine. Boop, boop, boop. There it is. I do. It's wow. purple. Got the purple one. It is there. Mm-hmm. For those of you listening to the podcast, Mel put up a finger. It was the index. That's right. right. Index? Yeah. Good. Okay. Yes. It is. Nice and, and I got nice a, and safe, and there's a lightsaber. There's a purple lightsaber. My husband has a red one, so now we can have go. we can have little lightsaber fights. That's great. There you go. A lot of fun. <laughs> and we do there the noise. Go. We're like so, boom, boom, boom. Only yeah, see, I, only I, I, I do that in my house, and people just think I'm nuts. So, you know, I love it. It works well. Uh, it works side well. note: When we were in Florida uh, in July. Mm-hmm. We actually stayed at a Star Wars like condo. Oh, a themed. Yeah, it was a themed condo. And it was like the whole thing was Star Wars. Yeah. The bed was like one of those floating beds and then it had the lights around it and the Mm. lightsabers like were on the wall and they lit up. Like it was like pretty cool. It was insane. Yeah. Our our fridge was like R2D2. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. It was was That's like my heaven. Yeah. That's my heaven. You would love it. We'll We'll send send you the the link. link. Exactly. There we are. Boomtown. There we go. Boom. Vacation time. Okay, back to you. Back to your Boba okay, Fett. Okay, so Boba Fett, piggy bank. Yeah, so anyway. Oh, so anyway, so anytime I didn't go to Taco Bell, Wendy's, or any of the big boys, mm-hmm. uh, I would take $10 and I'd put in the piggy bank. And then, okay. like, after a month, I had $750. So I was kind of like, 
wow, I've got $750. I bought a treadmill, uh, put that in the basement. And I was like, I wonder how many times I could do this. And then yeah. we, we completely refinished our basement. We have desks for uh, both my kids uh, to nice. work down here. So they do homework while I do tutoring. Wow. Um, and then we have a gym, like all in. And we just put in a fireplace. So it's Ooh. actually not freezing. I know. I, know. I love it. Yeah, it's literally the basement that Ronald McDonald built. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you. 100%. Mickey's. <laughs> yeah. Build, build on burgers. But it, it, what it taught me um, from really tracking not only my food and my money, mm-hmm. I was eating 5,000 to 7,000 calories Monday to Friday. And that was me eating on point. Whoa. Five to 7,000. Okay. On the weekends when I included alcohol, I could get anywhere up to close to eight to 9,000. So it was one of those. Yeah. That yeah. makes more sense I'm why you shocked. gained so fast. Yeah. And it was one of those things like just looking and tracking the calories. I had a real coming to moment for me of I'm, I'm killing myself. Yeah. I'm financially bankrupting and emotionally and mentally bankrupting myself on my own actions and behaviors. And yeah. I, I got to give credit to my wife. Like I, I had to do the budget meeting with her and I'm like, this is weird because it's the first month you just do it to see where is the money going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had to openly say I'm spending $700, 600 to $700 in fast casual and God bless her. She didn't judge. She just kind of said like, how can I help? Aww. And yeah. Yeah. My wife is a true uh, saint. Uh, I, but it was one of those that, you know, I, I'm very grateful. She she didn't see it as an issue. She saw that I had a problem. We needed to fix it. And yeah. uh, I'm not going to say I cut cold turkey uh, with it, but it was one of those that some days I bring the $10 home and some days I fought the good fight and I came home with like 275 Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you know, this but, was before surgery. This was before surgery. Yeah. I lost like 50 pounds just doing that before surgery. Awesome. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. That's incredible. Yeah, it was great. I, I went in for surgery and, uh, you know, it's like five o'clock in the morning and uh, the surgeon's just like sitting there, like ready to cut you up. And he's like, hey, uh, I see you're down 50 pounds. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you, you, you even think you need this surgery? I'm like, uh, you know, and you're kind of on the fence because a lot of people are. And he's like, ah, I'm just kidding. We already did the insurance paperwork. We're slicing you. So, <laughs> Did you have to do the liquid diet? 100, now she goes. <laughs> did you have to do that liquid diet like prior? Of course. Of course. I, um, I almost ate a dish towel. That oh. was like the fun part of it. Oh, yeah. tell you know, us anyone, about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. anyone who tells you that the liquid diet is like easy is lying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they're lying to you people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the first day you totally are fine because you have that adrenaline of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do this and this is great. Mm-hmm. And uh, by like day five, uh, I, I wiped up like a pizza mess of the kids. And then I looked at the towel awkwardly and I've never looked at the dish <laughs> towel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, yeah. I may have tried to eat trash hovering over the trash can or no, eating food over the trash can hovering. But, um, yeah, you know, the, going to put the dish towel in my mouth, my wife is like, what are you doing? And then, like, I had to have that come to moment with her of I, I was going to bite the dish towel and yeah. get the cheese and sauce off it. And yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know how I'm still married. I don't. Yeah. Because she loves she you. Loves she you. cares. She does. She does. We, does. we watch our husbands do the weirdest shit. Not gonna oh, lie, she, she does every day. Mm-hmm. She does every day, and uh, vice versa, because I'm goofy as hell, and uh, Eric has to deal with that too. So <laughs> it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. But yeah, like when they care about you, they don't care. They're just like, hey, let's. How do we help you? How do we fix? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or they just look at you and they're like, you're adorable. Yep. 
you are adorable. Yeah. My, so. my wife is also really good where she's like, look, we're going to meet new people at our, our kids' school. Don't say the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. Think to yourself, would a normal person say this? Or is this going to get you in trouble later? And the answer is yes to either one of those. Just don't say it. Just nice. say the weather is fine. The weather so. is fine. <laughs> Always oh, weird when someone asks, what do you do for a living? And you just say the weather is fine. But it works, people. Uh, so. it, yeah. You know what? Whatever works in, in yeah, that yeah. response. Um, so when you when you first looked into surgery, you found your surgeon. How yes. did you find your surgeon? Was it through? So your- I'm a moron. Um, oh. uh, I'm just going to put, yeah. I say moron. Because no, uh, I schedule, my wife works for a major um, medical hospital uh, in the Philadelphia region. And oh. I scheduled it with them. And her job is to check data and information through all that. Uh, so I scheduled and my wife's job was to check my appointment that it got through the testing system. Oh. And uh, I didn't tell her. Oh. So it's one of those, like, she's like, so. Got anything to tell me? And I was like, yeah, because, you know, in true fashion, uh, figured I, I, I really thought I was going to sneak this by and just be like, oh, by the way, tomorrow I'm going for surgery. Peace out. Oh, my and, goodness. And uh, I was only off by seven months on that calculation. So <laughs> wow. I was only so close months. to getting away with it. Oh, only wow. seven months of a seven and a half month process to get my surgery. Why did you want to wait? Why didn't you want to tell her? I had shame. I, yeah. I think for a lot of men, uh, especially, we have this thing where, the answer is always diet and exercise and just buck up and do the 5 a.m. workout and stop eating like garbage and do more push-ups. And I've tried all that. Right. I, I still do all that. And it it really, for me, was coming to terms with the fact that I have no problem eating healthy. I have problems with portion control. Yeah. Um, I know exactly what to eat, but there's a motor that's on for me that kept going and wanting more food. Mm. And it was just bad nutrition information of, yeah, you should just be able to outwork whatever you eat. Mm. And it just, it was a cocktail failure that I wasn't ready to come to terms with. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And that's so true. Like you don't, it's, that doesn't always work mm-hmm. whether you're yeah. a man or, or female, like that just doesn't work. Sometimes mm-hmm. our body makeup is like, Hey, I'm like the fact you're trying, but we're not going to budge. Yep. So. <laughs> yep. You, if there's one piece of advice I've learned, especially now that like I'm 18 months out is you cannot outwork a bad diet. Mm-mm. So, no. you know, if you have a choice between putting together a good meal of whole foods and things that you love and proper balance and getting that extra workout in, go for the food because yeah. ultimately that's, that's kind of the magic. It yes. is. It 80% is. Percent so. of yep. weight loss is done in the kitchen. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It is. So, so, and that's, I mean, that goes back to when you first have surgery, you're following this strict diet. It's not a diet, but it is a diet. Yeah. and you're losing weight while you're not working out. Mm-hmm. So something can be said to that. Oh yeah. yeah. And depending on, and depending on what month uh, this is, uh, diet is a good or bad word. So, um, right. you know, it, I think the odd months it's good. The even months it's bad. It's like yolks and uh, eggs. I still don't know if those are healthy, uh, but we're going to go through another five years and we're still not going to have an answer. But diet to me yeah. is just, what is it you eat? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how else you explain it in one word of what is it you eat? Mm-hmm. And putting that together is important. So. Yeah, it really is. And I mean, the, and the diet culture really ruined the word diet mm-hmm. because yeah. it is all about like the diet just means what are you eating? It doesn't mm-hmm. actually mean you're on an actual diet yes. and you're only doing low carb or keto mm-hmm. or carnivore. It's 
literally no what 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 you eating today yeah you know yeah and i i eat between 2100 and 2400 calories a day and yeah. i'm doing totally fine yes. and that is my diet and mm-hmm. it's not a bad thing i'm not restricting mm-hmm. uh, i don't go to bed hungry i have awesome. a beautiful relationship with food that only took 18 months of surgery and five months of therapy and everything else under the sun to mm. finally figure out that uh, I don't have to eat every Girl Scout cookie that comes into the house. So No, Those you don't. Bitches. No, and they're out yeah. right now. I know. Yeah. I saw them yesterday I at Lowe's. I refuse to go to Craft Warehouse because I know those little bitches are in waiting for me <laughs> and they're going to be like, do you want to buy a cookie? And I'm going to be like, of course, because I want to support your stupid ass. So <laughs> yeah. I yeah, love we, the Girl Scouts. I'm just saying. Point. Like, so, you know, oh my no, goodness. don't come near me with your boxes of cookies. <laughs> just, okay, here's five dollars. Don't talk to me. No, yeah, right. Yeah, someone's like, can I just donate and not get a box? I think that's what we should just start doing is just do yeah. that. Just donate. Yeah, because those tag alongs are fucking dangerous. Mine's a, sam- a Samoas. Samoas. The Samoas. That's, that's not actually how you say it, because that's just how I say it. I oh. say Samoas. Samoas? The Samoas. Those things. I say Samoas. Yeah. I don't. So, Cal. Yeah. Samo. Samoa. 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 Hi, you're now you're now getting a history lesson from mm-hmm. a mid-level history teacher in New Jersey. I would not. Boy, I what a fun level. way to spend your day. <laughs> I love it. I love no, it. I'm mid-level. You're you're high level. No, I'm just, I would. You're, you're not mid-level. You're, you're high. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're up here. I, you're up here. I'm your friendly neighborhood BSG man. I like yeah. a very low profile. I like the I'm like the Honda Civic. Like that's you know. what I love about you though, because like. I have some like you remind me a lot of our friend Garth and mm-hmm. I could totally see you and Garth like chilling and hanging out. Um, and I'm just like, oh, if if Garth just saw dad Rob stuff, maybe he would be on board more with like VSG and stuff like that, because most of my guy friends are not on board with those things. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if you met dad Rob, though, you would be like, it's yeah, tough. let's do this shit. Yeah, so. it's tough. Like, I didn't realize how much my friendships went around food and alcohol. Right. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I didn't have that to relate, to connect. It was, Mm -hmm. hey, we're going to go to the bar after work. Hey, we're going to go to dinner. Mm -hmm. Um, And I had to really work on having conversations with my friends of what do we do now as middle-aged men Mm -hmm. uh, now that we don't, that I can't use food or alcohol. Mm -hmm. I I was really excited. Uh, One of my friends got into doing DDP yoga with me. So we text each other at 5 a.m. in the morning to do our workouts. (gasps) You're doing DDP yoga? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's how I get all those page. good moves. What know. is DDP? So it's uh, Diamond Dallas Page. He's a wrestler from old school, like WCW oh, era. That's why, and you know. he's okay. amazing. But he brought, made this whole program, and he's helped people in the like wrestling world be able to walk again. Yeah, yeah. like Chris Jericho, Jake mm-hmm. Snake Roberts. He's he's got a bunch. But literally yeah. uh, after surgery, I got cleared for you know in true uh, men's fashion. Uh, I got the surgery and the first question I had, well, when can I start lifting weights? They're like, you're not going to lift weights for six months. I'm yeah. like, well, I need to do something with all my time. They're like, do yoga. And I was like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like there, there's the stereotype of men doing yoga. Yep. Right. So I literally uh, was like, I still had back and shoulder pain. So I was still okay. over 300 pounds. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Point. Yeah. And I, I Googled like how to help with back shoulder pain workouts. And he came up yoga, and huh? I started doing it. And, uh, you know, I, I can touch my toes. I can, I can, I can move. Yep. I can actually move. It's a great thing. Well, so. and it's interesting with yoga and men because men actually need yoga more than anybody because of yes. how dense your uh, muscles are and the f- being flexible is mm-hmm. very important for your guys' livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's so the, important. It is. It yeah, really is. Mobility. I, re- I remember 
when I first started doing yoga, my I because I couldn't touch my toes. I've never been able to touch my toes. And so my hands like would stop right below my knees. That was it. I could not move myself anymore. And I did yoga for 30 days. That was my goal for myself is I want to do it every day for 30 days because yoga with us, Cassandra had a 30 day thing and it was like 15 minutes. Yeah, it was 15 minutes a day. So it's like, I can do this. And then I ended up adding in other stuff. So I did like a half, mm-hmm. a full half hour. By the end of the 30 days, I could not only touch my toes, but put my hands flat on the ground. Yep. Like that's how much mobility I got in 30 freaking days. Yes. So people do but yoga. For, for yes. so many people, men and women prior to weight loss surgery, like touching your toes wasn't something that happened. Like no. tying your shoe was something that you'd have to you'd have to almost scout out, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, okay, where's the bench? Okay. Mm-hmm. Now I have to act like I'm doing this weird stretch. And then mm-hmm. I like hitch my leg up and do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, I started doing the yoga and I just, I was like, Oh, I can touch the top of my, sh- t- my foot. And then it was, I could touch my toe. I could get under my toe. Yeah. And then one day I'm in like Costco. Uh, Cause that's where all normal people act is in a Costco. <laughs> and I bent over and like tied my shoe. And I like got up. I was like, yes. And the lady next to me who had like 52 muffins are like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, you know, uh, I tied my shoe. And uh, yeah, as like, a 30 year old, that's always, <laughs> you're like, that's a big yes, win. That is a big no, win. To go back to what you were saying though, um, you know, for the men needing the workout, mm-hmm. I'm now officially at that age where I sneeze and something slips in my back yeah. and I get scared of something. Mm-hmm. So yoga has definitely helped that of, uh, you know, just being able to move my back when I sneeze and not have it hurt. Yeah, so. because how if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Thirty-eight. Just turned thirty-eight. Oh, yay! Yeah. Very yeah. nice. Very, yeah, very your nice. birthday was what? February fifteenth. Yeah, it just yeah, happened. I was like, it was, it's not that far away. Yeah, yeah. 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 After Valentine's Day. That is so this cool. This is just what, ten years of Philly public and all sorts of other things. Like life happens, and this is how you get this great. <laughs> Well, you look very distinguished. Yes, you do. I do. You yes. do. I do. I look like an 18th century, like Civil War general. I love that. So, oh, you yeah. actually do. I never yeah, thought about that. No, very, very distinguished. Yeah, in a, very distinguished. In a dry fit shirt and a cardigan sweater. They're cozy. Oh my goodness. So my question is, how do we get more guys to do the freaking surgery? Like, how do we get men to understand that it isn't like just a girl thing or just for your vanity yeah that it's actually a health concern so one thing i noticed from when i was hosting men's sport monday Mm -hmm. on instagram live is it would be this weird thing that nobody would really come on to the first couple lives and then you'd go back and check your viewership and all of a sudden I'd get like 1500 views and like you can see who's viewing you and it looks like all these weird like um, and I'm afraid, but like they'll have initials and then ran because I don't want to end up saying like, I don't want to out someone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But right. it would be, you know what I mean? Like, but you would see like these weird, like one letter, two letter, and then like four digits at the end. Mm-hmm. And it turns out these are all these like dude Instagram accounts, oh. uh, fake Instagram. The kids taught me that at school. Yes. Instagram. Yes. yes. Instagram. Okay. It'll be completely out of style by the time this episode airs, but <laughs> I knew it for a moment. Um, <laughs> But no, it was like this. If you build it, they will come. I would mm-hmm. get like, uh, I'd get thousands of people who are watching it or people would share it. You know, wives would share it with their husbands. Mm-hmm. And uh, you realize there's a lot of dudes out there who are getting it, who are considering it, but they're just, they're not building an Instagram account. Mm-hmm. 
They're, gotcha. They have constant questions. So it, it started to become, uh, hey, you know, uh, I'd get a lot of DMs of just questions. What's this process? Or how do you do this? Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things that you realize there's tons of guys out there. They're just not putting it into the social media realm, but mm-hmm. there's questions that they have. They mm-hmm. need support just mm-hmm. like anyone else. Right. Uh, and it's really powerful that we're I'm able to help who I can through this process. And you're still so. doing the Mondays, right? I am. I am doing a support. I'm in Barry Nation now. That's right. Um, yeah. Just because we had um, we had like weird internet trolls. Like I don't know who's coming to a men's support group to make. Yeah. 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 Like I'd go on the lives and you get these weirdos who uh, would come in and be like, oh, just a bunch of fat dudes sitting around talking. And it's like, I don't wow. know. Like, yeah. So it's a safer spot. It's more interactive. We still have guests that come on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny. Well, nine out of the 10 of the people who come on are guys who really are considering surgery, had the surgery, just really want to talk. The 10th is always um, uh, a lady in the community who just wants to see what goes on in men's support. So for anyone who's mm-hmm. listening, okay. it's exactly like lady support, except we talk about macros 99% of the time. Okay. So if you think it's like some fun, crazy thing that we do, it's it's more boring than, uh, you know, female or both support. It's, it's essentially workout questions. So. Workout okay. questions. Okay. okay. Well, I want to step back a little bit to when you had the surgery, because I know there's a funny story here. So we are 30 minutes in and I have still not answered question one. Question one. So, so no, so no, you kind of have, but we bounce you, around. Yeah, we do this. Um, it's because, like Billy Madison for everyone who remembers the nineties. Exactly. Uh, I love in no way, shape or form. Did I answer this question? So. <laughs> I love Billy Madison. Um, so when you got the, you scheduled it, your wife yes. found out seven months before. Yes. Um, so what was like one, what was the process um, of getting there? And then what happened after you woke up? So I cannot speak uh, more proud of Penn Medicine. They oh. have a full process. They made you go to support group ahead of time. Okay. Um, in true, like almost gang member fashion, you had to bring a friend into support group. So they knew that you knew someone and told someone about it. Oh, okay. um, I still keep my Bible like right here, you know, look, it's, it's handily right here that I keep and do. Oh, look at but that. They have, they have bariatric behavior goals. And okay. at every check-in that you had to do, you had to start working in two new behavior goals at a time. Okay. I uh, love that. So it was, it was small things like eat with a smaller plate, chew 25 times, okay. sit down while you're eating, which, you know, for some people that doesn't sound like a lot, but I didn't realize how much I ate over a sink or in front of the fridge. And it was just, because I had to change the mindset around food and how I worked around food and go to support beforehand, I was really prepared when I got into surgery. I was so prepared that when I woke up from surgery, I hopped off the table and almost knocked out two nurses uh, <laughs> because I swung myself up. And, oh uh, you know, when you when you try to jump up off a table after surgery, people, they will restrain you. Yes. So, yes, they will. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they will restrain you. So um, I got a nice uh, pair of uh, fuzzy handcuffs that went to the side of the bed. Um, and I had this like horrible chest pain. And okay. I just, I, you know where like they tell you, you got to get up and move mm-hmm. and you got to move the gas. And like, I was so hyper-focused, like, okay, if I get this gas out, I'm going to be fine. Right. And now I can't get up. And they're like, well, you can't get up until your heart rate goes down. I'm like, my heart rate is up because I'm anxious. And they're like, well, <laughs> you need to calm down. I'm like, I'm not calming down until you move. It's a double so I'm work. Yeah, I'm working myself up uh, to this point. And eventually, um, I'm finally like, look, you need to let me go. And I need to just move my abdomen enough 
so that I can I can move the gas and then I will be totally fine. Mm-hmm. And of course, the last it's weird in a hospital. The more you tell them to unrestrain you, the more they don't unrestrain yep. you. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Turns out there's safety protocols for this. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have oh thought? Uh, so I did these weird like ab crunches. I'm not a doctor. No one try this after surgery, but I rocked myself so that I eventually um, let out a massive fart and burp and literally the machines went back to normal. Like, oh, it, was a, it was like, and then, and I was fine. Nice. So, and then and that was the only complication I had. Three hours later, but yeah. Oh, okay. You know, All right. Okay. they, Took their time. That's, it took that, their time. I feel like that's legitimate. Because were you still, did you wake up in the operating room trying to get up or was this in your yes. actual room? Oh. Yes. So they were like, Rob, wake okay. up. And like, I think they thought I was going to do this like gentle, like, hello, good morning, people. And I did that weird, like, you know, like as a bigger dude, you like swing your feet out of bed. I'm not going to be able to do this. But like I swung the feet <laughs> off the side and then rocketed myself up. Wow. And the nurse was not ready for that. No. Like, no. I got to tell you. So like. The first nurse kind of caught it, and then the second nurse caught her, and then both had to push me back into the bed uh, oh my God. to get me in. So, wow. Yeah. So you definitely did not patient. do the Disney princess, like, no. wake up no. and, like, no. very there, there was There was no adorable post-op pictures of me, like, hey, guys, sipping water, doing fine. It's literally like, this guy needs to be kept down. <laughs> I I real really wish there was a picture out there somewhere of you being restrained. I know I think there are. I'll, I'll share. Okay. 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 I kind yeah. of now that you've shared that story, I need to see all of the pictures that go yeah. along with that. Yeah. That it is. was a fun time. But yeah. Uh, no, it was one of those though that like I got out, I started moving right away, and it was the best advice I had. Like the moving really helped. Mm, okay. Uh, with everything, and and I just I was fine. You know. Awesome. Well, and how long were you in the hospital for? Did they make you stay overnight? Uh, yes, I did have to stay overnight. Okay. okay. So they, they did this weird thing where, uh, you know, um, they're like, oh, you have to drink eight ounces and pee before you leave. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I, you know, I drink a hundred ounces in like a minute if I really had to because I'm a chugger. <laughs> but how hard could this be? Yeah. And that's it's- exactly how my wife did it. It's like, no, yep. you're not going to win hydration. It is not a game. Nope. It yeah. Is game. It is not um, a game. It's not a game I like to play. Nope. No. So, so yeah. So I, it took me like three hours to drink eight ounces of water, which was uh, nuts. Um, and then they couldn't find a vein for me. Uh, because I was still pudgy and, um, you know, there just wasn't a vein to draw the blood to make sure I was good. Uh, so then like I had to wait a little bit longer, but I got out the next day day. I was totally fine. And I just, I followed what my doctor said. I can't stress enough. It's the biggest advice Mm -hmm. everyone has, Mm -hmm. uh, for me is they're like, when can I lift weights? I'm like, not till your doctor clears. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because everyone's different on that one. Like it it, it could be three months. It could be six months, Mm -hmm. but you need to talk to your doctor. I was six weeks before I could go and like, like walk on a treadmill and stuff. And Mm -hmm. like, she was very specific of like, you don't work out. You just let your body rest and heal. Yep. Then she cleared me for that. I was so excited when she did clear me. Dr. Patterson, which I don't think I actually told this before that she didn't, she put it to where I couldn't drive for the first month. No driving. That's weird. Yep. No driving. That's very so strange. When I, I think went, I drove like two days later. Because after two weeks of being home or 10 days, whatever you want to call it, then my mom took me to work for the next two weeks. Weird. That's yeah. 
Yeah. That's nice. Right? That's a I good, time. good time yeah. with my mom in the mornings. Totally fine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, my mother wanted to stay with me longer. Um, oh. You know, and it, it was it was a nice time to have my mom around. But yeah. then we, we, we kind of did the pivot of, why don't you take the, the your grandkids out for a little bit? There you go. There you go. But yeah, my, my, I'm lucky. My parents have been very supportive and uh, checked everything with me. So oh, good. And you got the sleeve done, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. VSG. VSG. Okay. So how, so you had the conversation with your friends of what else can we do besides eat and drink? So what did that turn? Like you said, one of them is doing the yoga with you. What other? I did yoga yoga with one. Uh, My other friend, Tom, he is, I call him like my, my mean accountability partner. He's the guy who's like, yeah, your weight's up and let's guess why. And he, he checks it in the best way that like friends can do. Mm -hmm. It comes out of a good spot. And um, he was also a guy who like day three out of surgery, he's at my house and he's walking with me. Oh, cool. Um, uh, my brother and his friends invited me to play pickleball, which when it's nice out, we go and play pickleball together. What so is it, pickleball? It, it's oh. kind of like if tennis and badminton had a kid they didn't want to own up to. Yeah. Um, and that's essentially, it's, it's like tennis for people who can't play tennis. Got it. Because it's against a wall, isn't it? So no, that's uh, that's wall ball. That's more like wall ball. So okay, that's and squash. Squash is against that. Pickleball is like it's it's like a miniature tennis, uh, it's like a miniature tennis court, and okay. the ball is made of plastic, and you, you pop it. And you, when we come okay. out there, can we play pickleball? Yeah, we're let's playing do it. pickleball. Okay. We're, we're we're going to make Philly uh pickleball a thing. Okay, all right, yeah. all right. I'm down. I'm, I want to play. I've never played, so and it's I'm not great. very athletic, but let's try you, it out. You know what though? It's a fun game, especially starting out after surgery. That like you can pick up relatively quickly. Okay. It's super inexpensive, um, and it's like a cheap, easy outdoor activity. So got it. You know, okay. I had friends who were doing that. I had other friends who would walk with me. I have friends who I bike with. Like it's it's interesting watching how the whole dynamic has changed mm-hmm. and we still go out to, you know, the bar when we can, and mm-hmm. we still have parties and do the fun stuff that adults do. Right. Uh, but it's nice to know that they kind of met me halfway Yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, do that. And that came from having a lot of conversation, me having to take them to therapy to see that there's dudes out there who struggle with this and don't have the support. So, yeah. Cause it sounds like your friends are, were, like pivoted real well and they were like, yeah. okay, we're not doing this anymore. We're doing this. And they supported you like to their core because I know like I've lost several friend friends from, because our whole existence was surrounded by food. Right. Or, you know, sitting on our asses, eating food and drinking mm-hmm. like, and those yeah. were two things that I had to give up. And then there's other friends that are completely supportive. So, but it sounds like all of your friends pivoted with you so so the best advice that i can give is um i journal a lot okay and the uh the the bible that they gave me at uh you know pen it's not an actual bible i'm not writing in a bible i'll I'll go to hell for a lot of desecrating i I, I haven't desecrated a bible it's a bariatric Um, notebook yes yes the bariatric notebook if if only they had a name like that right uh yeah so i i put in my bariatric notebook, I starred the data that made me realize that um, two things made me. One is uh, you have something like over a 50% better chance if you have friends and family who support you in your decision. And the other one is it takes over 
seven years of living the lifestyle of a weight loss surgery patient to really uh, keep regain numbers at less than 10%. Right. So the next six and a half years are the most critical of mm -hmm. this process for me. And mm -hmm. it was one of those that when I explained those numbers to my friends and I had the conversation with them of this is why I'm getting this surgery, mm -hmm. um, they got it. I love and, that. You know, they, they, they look at it as for the next seven years, this is kind of what we're doing. And after that, we'll still do it, but they know how important that number is. Um, every uh, day seven of the month, I always put up like the next seven years, you know, mm. determines the rest of my life. And yeah. it's because it does for so many of us. Mm -hmm. And Mel, it's why I always like super root for you because you're at six, yeah, right? I'm about to hit seven know, like in May. The light is at the end of the tunnel. Is May seven? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's uh, May 13th will be seven years. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I know. I am so proud of that. And Thank you. What you're doing inspires like me and both of you of Getting out and helping the community keeps mm -hmm. you on track. It does. Mm -hmm. It really, you know? really does. Because like having this podcast has helped me tremendously not go like backslide mm -hmm. because I'm in the community. I'm facing the things mm -hmm. every single day mm -hmm. and I can't justify telling people to do things and not do those things. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm always preach, like practice what you, you know, what you preach, mm -hmm. you have to do those things. So yeah, like it's kept me like on it. Like I'm like, Oh, you got to check your water. You got to check your mm -hmm. protein. Am I getting enough sleep? Where's my vitamins? Mm -hmm. Like it's the whole thing. And then when you posted that, I was like, no way, that's a real stat. Like mm -hmm. I'm getting close to that. Mm -hmm. This is crazy. Yeah. Like I was so impressed that like, I, I was impressed with myself because I didn't realize how hard actually it is for people to get mm -hmm. to this point. Mm -hmm. Like I, I've been through my own struggles, mm -hmm. but I didn't realize like, oh, there's a marker that means if I hit this and I'll will be, I'll will be okay. Yeah. Like, because it's, you're, you're Wonder Woman status. You yeah. develop the habits, behaviors, and patterns that are going to build and manifest your mm -hmm. success for life. This mm -hmm. isn't a fad for you. This no. is your lifestyle. Yes. And yes. like Kelly, I, I see everything that you're doing and making the right choices uh, no, but seriously, like even with going to the grocery store and saying, I, even though I'm in a new location and mm -hmm. I don't normally eat here, I'm building things around me mm -hmm. for success and yep. you're changing your environment to be successful. And that's so important Thank you. to it's have huge. that long-term success. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it's, it's a huge inspiration. It's mm -hmm. constantly in your brain because you don't yeah. want to be that statistic where you gain all your weight back. Right. And I do not, I do not want to be my cousin's sister's boyfriend's aunt's uncle's mother's sister who had the surgery and gained it all back yep. into you. Exactly. Everyone has that. And then it's funny, you ask them what their last name is, because they'll always tell you, like, oh, it's my cousin's sister's aunt's uncle's mother's brother's mm -hmm. sister's friend. Steve yeah, had the surgery and gained name. all back. And you're like, what's his last name? And it never comes up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Never comes up. Yeah. Nope. And I, that's that's how I combat that is mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm just like, well, what's their last name? And can I talk to them to see what went wrong? And sorry, Kelly, I kind of jumped on your point, but oh, no, I like no, that though. I, I do like that. I yeah. actually ran it. So funny story. When we bought these chairs, mm -hmm. I had to go in and grab them because Mel was working. And we had already sent back the other chairs. And so I had to go down that day and get them. And so I'm standing up at the front counter and I'm there. The girls were asking me like, oh, these are great chairs. Like, what are you using them for? So I was like, oh, I run a podcast with a friend of mine and we're redoing the studio, blah, 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 blah. And which the lady, looks lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, the lady in the check in the cash register next to where I was checking out, she's like, oh, I had weight loss surgery. What one did you have? And I'm like the sleeve. And she just looks at me blanked. She has no idea. She's like, I, I had 
something done. And I was like, first of all, woman, how do you not know what surgery you had? Seriously. And I was like, oh, well, how, like, you look great. Because she did look great. I mean, she was like a little bit overweight, but you know, I'm I'm a little overweight. So (laughs) I wasn't going to judge. And so she was like, yeah, I lost 20 pounds and then not, didn't lose anything else. And I'm like, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I wrote down the name of the podcast and I handed it to her and I hope. I hope you're I listening pray, right now. I pray that you are listening um, and you got a little bit more clarity on what you had done to your body. But it was very, it was very weird. But yeah. I was like, I kind of wanted to be like, well, what was your surgeon? What did you go through? Because I, I really think that. A lot of people think that they had something done, but they're not quite sure of what what it is. is. Yeah. And so, but I couldn't go into detail with her and I wasn't going to do that while she was working because she was, yeah, she was working there. I think bariatric surgery has come a long way even in 10 years. Yeah. Talking to my surgeon, it's gone from the dreaded lap band that we all heard about, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, and I was lucky. I had two of my former bosses, uh, had VSG. Like they oh, were some wow. of the first people to have VSG wow. the health system. So to have bosses mm-hmm. like at your work who understood this is what you're going through mm-hmm. and this is what you need to do. They were super supportive. Uh, they really helped guide me, but it's also tough. I think for a lot of people, if you don't have those supports in place and you don't have a community mm-hmm. and more importantly, you don't have people that look like you, mm-hmm. uh, it's tough to really connect. Like there's yeah. not a lot of dudes out there. Like, you know, the three of us, uh, we all talk, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. yeah. so if you're that the fourth, three. slide into the DMs. <laughs> Have you had any friends that had issues with this? Any anybody come up? None that I keep. None um, that I keep. Know, yep. It's, it's, it's never the ones who I really care about or who really cared about me. The mm-hmm. That makes sense. Process. That's kind of what we've uh, lost too. Yeah. I'm yeah. very lucky. Uh, I've gotten, I really have evaluated who is important, who isn't important. How are we treated? Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just, I make time for those who do and those Mm -hmm. who don't, I just realize I don't really need them. Mm-hmm. So. Right. I think the surgery really helps people's like mind open up to like who actually like is helpful to your life, you know, mm-hmm. like who's really supporting you, who's really cheering you on mm-hmm. and who's really sabotaging like because mm-hmm. there 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 are two folds to that. Mm-hmm. And normally when you start realizing, oh, these people sabotage or they're just not healthy for my like lifestyle, mm-hmm. then they just kind of slowly go away. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed for me, it almost feels like a weight's been lifted. I think that it also gives me a way of looking back. Mm-hmm. And I think of like, okay, so I had surgery two years ago. Where were they then? Yeah. Because I can name on one hand how many people were in my corner during that first year. Yep. And yeah. a lot of them I don't talk to anymore. Mm-hmm. Or you know, that aren't those five. Those those five. five. Yeah. Um, and I think whenever you, I think whenever you go through adversity, the best thing of, about adversity is you really get to see who's in your corner and who isn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you really go back through your life and you look at those adverse times, uh, it shows a lot of who you are as a person, but also who supported you as a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it really just, it keeps you on check of, is this person someone I want in my life or they don't? Because, mm-hmm. you know, people want you to do well but they don't want 
there's certain people who want you to not do as well as them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's cute when you get close to them, but mm-hmm. once you surpass them and they're no longer rooting for you, that's a sign that maybe you don't have a proper relationship with that person. Yeah. 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 Or just the support in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know being bedridden, I couldn't go and do things. So when people stopped inviting me places, that's a red flag. Yep. And then mm-hmm. when they never asked me if they could help me in any way, like, come on, people, I'm fucking bedridden. Yeah. Like, you think yeah. you could like be like, hey, do you need your dishes done? Or, hey, why don't I make you a, be- a meal? That yeah. would be fantastic. Because I would come over on Thursdays and make you a scramble. Yep. You yeah. would make me a scramble and we mm-hmm. would hang out and it we, we would just lay in my bed and do nothing and talk. But I mean, I can I I my sister's never done that. Yeah. Like ever. And I am like, OK, I can let that go. And then when I had surgery, did they ask me if I ever needed anything or if I wanted to go on a walk or anything like that? No. No. OK, so that's another red mark. And then I remember the our live show that we did locally. I told my entire family, I was like. This is mandatory. Take the time off. I need you there. Like, I need my family there. My mom and one of my sisters. Yep. That's it. That's so the my end. other two, I'm like, you know what? I'm kind of done with you. So you can just like yeah. move off to the side now. Look at the bright side. You have the clarity of knowing those situations mm-hmm. and knowing who was there and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. And you have clear evidence of, look, this is when I told you it was important. Mm-hmm. Like it yeah. wasn't a, I didn't outright tell you. you right. had that conversation mm-hmm. and they didn't get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is so, sad. Uh, it's sad. Yeah. Yeah. But then on the other it hand. It is, but it isn't. Because, I mean, if you look at our live show, we had so much support. Yeah. Like it was was a fabulous show and we were filled with people after a shit morning that I had that day of losing my dogs. Like I put my happy face on and I did the show and it was so much fun. We were filled. Like I felt so happy being there because I knew I was in a room full of my people. Yep. Like everybody understood where I was coming from. 100%. And that's why I love bariatric like this community yeah, yeah. the bariatric so supportive all the events like you just feel accepted and yeah. there's no judgment of like what you went through to get there when the four in the four months that it's nice in new jersey we have the meetups outside mm-hmm. and right it it's just nice to be around people who get it yeah mm-hmm. who struggle like you do who understand that it's tough to have a conversation with a friend about mm-hmm. how your life's going to change mm-hmm. or doing the hey the only time we got ever hang out, we're eating an obscene amount of food and drinking. Mm. What can we do then? And then you also realize, like, if we don't have anything else to do. Why are you still in my life and vice versa? And that's a tough conversation for some people. Yeah. And I want to touch base basically because, like, with the guy situation, it's almost easier to to pivot to go do stuff that's physical. Because, like, you guys are kind of programmed with each other to, like, do activities together. So, yes. it's, so it's a lot more easier for a bariatric man to go, like, hey, let's go play basketball. Let's go play wall ball, whatever. Because, like, we you get guys, those black unitards they had in the old cartoons. Yes. We left the barbells just right over our exactly. heads and throw the mustaches out. Yes, 100%. Because exactly. that's, like, kind of, like, in your nature of just doing activities together. And for mm-hmm. women, like, all of us are, like, oh, we, we, we talk. You know, we, we go, go coffee. we go to coffees and we shop and we go eat. And a lot of it's around drink and mm-hmm. food and not being physical with e- with each other. Mm-hmm. And it's actually more foreign for us to be like, hey, you want to go play basketball today or mm-hmm. go play volleyball or whatever the deal is? Because like we've never been in tune with that. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's never been our dynamic. So it's like, we have to learn how do we pivot to something different for activity wise? Mm-hmm. Cause like guys can go do those things. And it's very normal. Like Although you can tell your spouse can be physical. I mean, if you do it in the right way, if you do it your way, if you do it my way, it's, it's long physical. days of walking. I can't do it. <laughs> That's how you get your steps, though. But I know. I'll say this. I know. Walking is a great way mm-hmm. for anyone to just get movement in a community. Um, yeah. We do a walk every time we do the Philly bariatric meetups. Mm-hmm. And they've actually done studies that people, when they're faced kind of how you two are, mm-hmm. you know, shoulder to shoulder facing mm-hmm. in one direction, you're more likely to open up than if you're mm-hmm. having a direct conversation mm-hmm. with each other. Yep. And for all of you uh, on the podcast, I'm I'm talking in true uh, Italianese right now with my hands. Yes, uh, they're waving and moving in the directions. <laughs> okay, I have to stop um. for just a second. So, in the Lemony Snicket, the series of unfortunate events, did you yes. ever watch that movie with Jim Carrey? I, I have children, so I've only seen it a thousand times. Okay, <laughs> so the when he is the at the snake at the snake guy's house. The, yes. the doctor or whatever that's who you sound like <laughs> great great i sound like a snake villain of a children's movie of yes. the 90s great why does your voice sound like something i know i know who this is and it just came to me i'm sorry no you're fine Yay, it's jim, i'm a b-level actor jim, no it's jim carrey jim no. carrey he's a plus actor my yes friend. a plus actor he just like way you're explaining things reminds me of him. I'm sorry. I love it. I love it because you're absolutely correct. I told Kelly about that um that scenario. Actually, on the way to the live event, that like if you sit like that side by side and have conversations, you're more likely to open up and tell mm-hmm. more things if you are facing each other. Because mm-hmm. I took a genders a communication class and they said that if when you want to talk to the opposite sex, you need to sit side by side. Because a lot of men re- receive information way better if you are sitting that way. Um, mm. Girls like to face and like do mm-hmm. eye contact, but they're, but it's different for them. Like you need to be side by side. And that works so well for car rides, mm-hmm. for walks. Like mm-hmm. I will divulge way more if we're doing side by side for sure. So. I know that. Yeah, the car rides the are a thing. Are great because me and Zach will I have probably heard it on your podcast. By the way, oh maybe that's probably where I got this. Yeah, from. it works. It totally does. Yeah. Like me and Eric's had to, has had really good conversations walking and car rides just from those. And like we're we're like normally if we were facing, we might have been in like gotten into an argument. But now that you're facing different directions, you can actually process and think about things and then give them you're the moving, response. You're, the breathing is so important. Mm-hmm. You're moving your arms. You're, you're getting all that stuff in. It, it's yeah. a great way to just keep your body going. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah. Because tell everybody about your steps. You have a whole oh, yeah, thing. My, my fun steps. I, yeah. I, yes. So uh, I do 15,000 steps a day. Yep. I'm on day. Where are we at? Because I'm at 14,000 steps right now. Oh, damn. And I'm at day... Ooh, 270. So when I when I get another 800 steps, I will be at 271 will be today. Jesus. Um, the first time I did it, I went 214 days in a row, and then I missed it by four steps. Oh, my and God. And I'm still not bitter about that. <laughs> not all. at all. You don't sound bitter at all. By no. four steps. I don't remember, you know, May 20th for any other reason than that I missed it by four steps. I've <gasps> oh totally gotten over May 20th missing it by four <laughs> steps. Um, How? How? Yeah. How? How did you miss it by I four steps? I went to bed like a human being. 
I didn't wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. I didn't wave my arm an extra time like during the day. Like, <laughs> I've, I've lived a life of 15,000 steps and I missed it by four because oh I thought I thought I actually was going to like just be done. I went to bed thinking like, oh, I already hit it. Uh, oh. So now before I get to bed, I, I furiously you check. check. I sync it. I make sure eight Wi-Fis have connected to my Fitbit, my phone. That's right. Uh, I was going to say, like, it was, you went very long, long, over 200 days with doing yeah. that. And I was it's like, how does he long. not check before he goes to sleep? I would have just done it in place. <laughs> you, let me tell you, everyone had like, here's 15 ways you could have gotten that last four steps. Oh, shit. I was like, yeah, absolutely. No, you're good. You're good. I'm totally <laughs> fine and over now. Um, <laughs> But no, it, it was one of those that like, I was ready to quit and not do it anymore. And I got such an outpouring of support when I put, yeah, I missed it by four steps. Uh, don't expect anything out from here. And they're like, really? You're just going to stop like that? And, uh, you know, now I'm at day 270. Look so. at that. Damn, yes. you're going to be hitting a year. I'm so excited that, for you. In May. Yeah. In May, I hit a year. There so. you go. So hopefully by the time this airs, you'll hit your one, one year, year of 15,000 oh steps a day. That would be Perfect insane. Kismet. We are here for that. Yeah. Yes. Yes, for sure. Because that does a lot for your health. Like how mm -hmm. have you felt doing these? Because um, you don't always do them outside because it's so cold where you're at, right? So you're no, doing a lot it, of this on the treadmill. So in true fashion, it was one of those that um, I started. They wanted you in uh, Penn's program was to try to get your movement up. So okay. I'm like, I have my Fitbit. I'm getting about 7,000 to 5,000 steps a day. They're like, okay. well, 10 would be a really nice number. And then I started researching and they've done studies of like these villages in Italy and in Tokyo where people live longer. They get over 12,500 steps, like okay. something around that number of if you're actively moving or in communities where cars aren't being used, mm -hmm. uh, you live long. Yep. And that was kind of the goal of everything I did is I, I just wanted to live long. Yeah. So I was like, well, let me go to 15,000. That'll make up for all the sins I had in the last 20 years. <laughs> and hopefully somewhere I'll break even. Yeah. So I, I just started doing it and it was weird. I started doing it and in October, all of a sudden it had like a shriek start on Fitbit. And I was like, well, that's weird. I'm at like day 20 or something. Mm -hmm. And then it was Halloween and I got an alert of you only need 1500 steps uh, to keep your shriek live. And I was like, you know what? It, it's 10 o'clock at night. Like maybe I'll lose. And I'm like, am I really going to lose it on this? So I, I literally went out in my slippers and pajamas and I walked up and down the main street of our town where all the bars are. So people are literally glow sticks, like <laughs> doing like the whole club Halloween scene. And here I am in a robe and slippers. I was like, oh, you went as a loony. And I was like, no, just actually technically, yes, I'm still walking. Yeah. <laughs> you should have told him you went as dude, the dude. Yeah. I know it's that's where we get the sweaters. That's from. right. You know? <laughs> I know you hit it. I'm just doing the Lebowski deed. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you're like, what, what is the dude? Like, what yeah. is the dude? Oh, how do you know the really dude? ties in the room. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so you hit it on Halloween. And then you- I hit it on Halloween. I just kept going. That's freaking Until awesome. May 20th. And then I missed it. And then you- By four steps. <laughs> and then you started the next And that's all we have for day. today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go have a good cry in my room. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm going to start but telling no, everybody that stat, though. The 12,500 uh, 12, yeah. is what you found when you did research. I, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I have no sighting right now. As a true history teacher, I'll I'll email you a, a Chicago style book note Perfect. that you can put in the Perfect. show notes. I do I'd appreciate that. <laughs> have you found any foods that don't agree with you after surgery? Bread. Bread. It, well, it's mm -hmm. um in true yeah, and I still eat it. 
I still eat it and just feel horrible. Afterwards. Okay. Sandwiches are delicious. So. They are so Sandwiches good. Are life. So good. Because yeah. what are you tracking? Are you tracking just water and protein? Or are you doing all the things? I, I do it all. Okay. Um, okay. So I do meal planning and meal prep. So okay. the, the difference between the two meal prep is what everyone sees. It's like that. Here's your Tupperware containers. Mm-hmm. Here's everything. Uh, for me, I do it a whole nother level of meal planning where I actually have meals mapped out um, until June for my school year. Wow. Of what we're going to eat so that I can order in bulk. I can uh, do purchases. My pantry can be complete. Wow. I know. I get that look every That's time. That's a long We are not time. worthy. Like, Seriously. Like, we're we're going to do... We're going to do a stupid pet trick right now. Okay. I'm pulling up my Google calendar. Okay. You know, this is a fun party game for literally nobody. (laughs) Nobody likes this party game. It's a fun party trick for us. That's right. (laughs) Because we've heard lots of different ways of people like, oh, just buy in bulk and then you can make the meal for the whole week out of it. Mm -hmm. But you're doing it at a different level. In in true teacher fashion, um, I have it in a Google calendar. And that Google calendar is a technicolor dream of workouts and my life, my kid's life, my wife's schedule, what we do as a family, uh, and meal plan. So um, give me a date other than May 20th because I don't want to freak out online. All right. Um, Just pick a date. May 22nd. May 22nd. That is Kelly's birthday. Yep. May 22nd. What am I eating on Kelly's birthday? It's May 22nd. Oh, this is an easy one. Uh, That's a freezer rate. So a freezer raid is, that's the time of year where I use this beautiful freezer in the back. I have made meals so that whenever we have a snow day, mm-hmm. uh, I don't have to worry about my kids. I can either defrost something from the freezer uh, or just throw chicken nuggets at them until oh. they leave me alone. Okay. Uh, okay. But here's what I'll tell you. The, the day after is jalapeno smothered pork chops. Ooh. That's going to be Monday uh, the 23rd. And on... Friday, the 20th is pizza night. And then let's see what we're having the rest of the week. Taco Tuesday. Uh, and then ribs on Wednesday. Wow. And that's kind of the schedule. So that's, that's imp- amazing. That's impressive. Seriously. What yeah. what made you do it that way? Like what what triggered that? So there was a lot. It was um when I started to have to cook differently, I did for a little bit, I would cook a meal for myself and I'd cook a meal for my wife and kids. And that just got real old real fast. Yep. And it was one of those that um, I realized if I really wanted to make this lifestyle and work, I had to find ways to make it easy. Um, mm. Believe it or not, talking to people on the internet is not a way that I make money. Uh, so I have to like work and tutor and yep. do other things. So, and wife and kids schedule is busy as well. Yeah. So it was one of those, um, I would literally, anyone can do this. Go to Men's Health, go to Food Network, just put in like 30 healthy dinners and they have all these things. Mm-hmm. And I would just grab them and we take summertime to be like the test lab. We try mm-hmm. all these meals and three out of four family members have to like it. Oh. And it, yep. So Smart. you get that feel. So it's one of those of uh, then I started blending in of, okay, so if I'm doing my schedule, what are the bases we're going to eat? There's going to be pork one night. So there's a uh, pork chop night is Monday night. Taco Tuesday works easy. And then I can make nonchos uh, as a snack for the rest of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Nonchos. You add the N in there. Ground turkey, uh, taco sauce, and low-fat Mexican cheese. Okay. And I just don't eat it with the chips. And it helps me hit my protein goal. Um, Wednesday is always some sort of chicken meal. And then Thursday is shrimp. Okay. Some sort of fajita shrimp, shrimp scampi. Uh, Friday is pizza day. 
Saturday comes into barbecue in the summertime, or it's what I call like the stick to your ribs meals in the winter. Okay. Uh, so like chili, uh, jambalaya, mm. uh, beef stew. And then I freeze it and it's all back here and here for all of you on the radio. I'm going to take the cans. Off. <laughs> yeah. This is why you have to go to YouTube and subscribe so you can see, see you can what see dad this. Rob's doing right now. All right. So he's at his freezer. He's opening it up. This is all like there's like art on it from his I, kids. I love it's it. adorable. Uh, it's so cute. Oh, and look at oh, this. Wow, they're all perfectly portioned. Yeah, they're meals. big bowls that have and labels on them. Labels. Ah, oh my goodness. That's so good. Freaking this is amazing. And they're all in the freezer. Ready to go. So that's what he's talking about freezer day. So you I just grab a meal out of the freezer. Yeah, I feel like I am not worthy. I know. This is all. insane. That's like, beautiful. I didn't hear a word you said. Oh, so. I know. We were just doing commentary. That's right. All of your, we, when you pulled out the meals, we were like, there are labels on them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it's the teacher organization level. Yeah. yeah. For me, um, like right now, I don't know when we're going to get snow. So mm -hmm. it's nice to know on that day uh, we have to teach online. And right. I have to get my kids to teach online. Okay. So it's one of those of like, I have to be able to have my two daughters work on their classrooms, which are five feet from this desk where I'm teaching a class to uh, yeah. 30 kids at a time. Yeah. And I have to feed them while I still shovel snow. And because my wife works in a hospital, she still has to go to work. Yeah. So, uh, I take one out uh, when they call for snow, I defrost it. And then if I make it to springtime, it's freezer raid season. So it empties out the freezer for everything. Okay. And then uh, in the summertime, I load it up with hamburgers, hot dogs, ribs. Uh, and it just mm -hmm. becomes barbecue in the summer grill and the test lab. I love wow. that. And the, the test, test lab. lab. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. so good. I love it. But yeah. Try new recipes. If it doesn't work for the people you eat with, get rid of it. Um, and there's something as a father that I'd like to be able to say that, look, you have two options. Here's a healthy, sensible meal at mm -hmm. five ounces of protein, half a cup of vegetable, and a quarter cup of a complex carb. Mm -hmm. Or you can have a pack of hot dogs I got from Aldi for 59 cents. <gasps> I don't care anymore. Yeah. One Pick or one. the other. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Pick one. Oh, wow. Well, but I love that you're, you're teaching them the yes. correct way to eat. Yeah. And you're yes. not saying you can never splurge like because you have your taco Tuesdays and you have your, your pizza night, your pizza night and stuff. I like had chicken that. and waffles for breakfast. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you're not telling them they can't ever have those things that it's mm -mm. bad yeah. or whatever. You're just teaching them the correct portions Were you. Not, I'm guessing you weren't taught the correct portions growing up or were you? I. I grew up in an Italian household. Yeah, so say. food served every purpose of food was a reward, food was a comfort, mm. food was bad. Yep. Someone died, people brought over more food. Mm -hmm. uh, that's how you get a freezer lifestyle. Is, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. It's uh that's where all the food goes when somebody dies. Yeah. And uh it, it just it was ingrained. My mother was an amazing chef. Yeah. Uh she still is an amazing chef. Mm -hmm. Um but I always joke, and she she will not get mad at this, even though she will, because she brings it up from a post I put three years ago. She's like, why do I have to mention this? So it's okay, Ma. I love you. Uh, but she always cooked with an elbow, meaning she would take the olive oil in the pan and literally use her elbow and okay. ladle it so that it was covered, and food tasted delicious. That right, day. yep. Mm -hmm. And it was one that, like, I didn't know a serving size of olive oil was a tablespoon until I was, like, 35. Yeah. Well, yeah, because if you watch it on the Food Network, they do the same thing. They're always like, yeah, and so it's, you know, and that's why I say an elbow serving when yeah. really it's a it's a wrist. It's a little bit. Uh, 
little. It's a tiny, tiny yeah. bit. But yeah. it was one of those things that I learned to cook from a mom and a grandmother. And uh, my grandmother is 91 years old. Um, she won't listen to the episode, so I have no problem. <laughs> but she she was that typical Italian grandmother. She's like, look at you. You're getting so big. You're like a blimp. You can barely fit in my furniture. She would bring out a special chair for me because she was afraid I'd break her antique furniture. Mm. But then at the same time, she's like, you're only having one meatball? What? Yeah. Is the food not good? Here, you have to have two meatballs, 10 ravioli, uh, a neck bone, and three other pieces of yeah. uh, meat to go with. Oh my God. So, yeah, it's a culture thing. Like they, Yeah, it is. Yep. The, the, the best part was when um, the weight started to come off, and I, you, know, you think your grandmother's going to love it. Mm. And I go, Mom, look, I'm thinner. And she's like, you know, I have to tell you, uh, I have trouble recognizing you anymore. Not because I have dementia, but you actually have a face with features now. And I was like, thanks, mom. I love you. Love you. Oh, I remember That's my mom. So where, same thing. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Yeah, because there was like a slideshow going and she looked at the photo and then looked at me and she's like, Wait, wait, that's you? Hold on. I don't understand. And like it was like a, a shock to her. And I was like, this is weird, mom. You're like, like mom, it's, it's me and your son and your grandson. Like, yeah, of course it's me. me. Like, who do you think? She's like, who is like that? some random person just popped into our photo? I like, know. no. <laughs> just freaking Photoshop someone in for you, mom. <laughs> yeah, just to see if you notice. <laughs> like, yes, I was your daughter. <laughs> and in family fashion, we have our uh we have our family reunion on Fourth of July. Okay. And, uh, you know, when our family does it, it's a typical Italian New Jersey 4th of July barbecue, which means it looks like the background scene of a cast of Sopranos. Sweet. So when you go through, everyone literally goes, you know, I lost 20 pounds. Lost 20 pounds in this pandemic thing. I got it. <laughs> everyone has to tell you how much weight they lost when they don't see you for like a yep. year. Yeah. Yep. I was like, you know, Cousin Bippy. Cousin Bippy's down 20. You got to go see Cousin Bippy. <laughs> He's doing the Atkins. No one's done Atkins in 30 years, but yeah. Cousin Bippy lost 30 pounds on it. Why didn't you just do the Atkins? But that's like, that's kind of how we do. But, um, I love it. You did the keto. Oh, and of course, there's 50 new types of food at every function that we go to. Mm, that's I bet. just how I was raised. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing, but me learning that you can have that day without the food was one of the most important lessons I've learned. And I'm trying to teach to my kids. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's well, hard. It's so hard. Yeah, it sticks. Mm-hmm. Well, even like dumb stuff. Like uh, when my daughter gets straight A's, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, we're going to Wendy's. And then I'm like, no, we're not. I'm not yeah. teaching you uh, food as a reward, but that's my natural, like my natural First response instinct. for everything oh. is to, I'm going to reward you with food. And uh, then I have to really check myself as a parent of mm-hmm. how are we going to celebrate success without making it about cake? It's I mean, so hard because we try to do that with Dylan and yeah. Eric's like, but I want to take him to food. And I was like, I know that's your first instinct, but you can't, we it can't do that like anymore. That. Yeah. We can't, that can't be an award anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so like, we need to go like, Hey, let's get you like a new shirt, some new shoes. Like mm-hmm. go like, let's go like experience something together. Let's go mm-hmm. to the zoo. Like we need to do it a differently. Like we mm-hmm. can still take the money that we were going to spend on the celebration and just do it different. Yeah. Cause it is really hard. Cause instantly even, Dylan's already, ingrained of thinking oh if i did something good let's have ice cream mm-hmm. well let's do something good let's go to 7-eleven and get some starburst mm-hmm. whatever so it's like how do we break that habit mm-hmm. and you all have to be on board if you're not then like because me and eric will go back and forth sometimes he's like can't i just do it this one time and it's like no and i know that sounds mean but no we really can't we can't I mean, uh, I find myself doing that with my nieces. I know. And I've gotten on you about that. Yeah, I was like, you can't do that. They come over and my first instinct is, okay, we're going to order old McDonald. They call McDonald's old McDonald. It's very cute. <laughs> and I continue to call them, call it that. Um, I'm like, okay, we're going to order old McDonald for lunch. 
and then they can have whatever they want and then maybe we'll go to ice cream like it's very like i was doing it and then i realized like just going to target and buying them a new barbie to keep in my house was just as effective yeah yeah like they don't they don't give a shit about old like they do about old mcdonald but it's not like it's like yeah. the end all be all they would much rather have a barbie that they can come over and play with every single time they come to my mm-hmm. house so exactly exactly there's and, just little different tweaks well and it's always about time they really just want to hang out with you yeah, yeah. and then and we need to figure out how do we hang out without having food present at all times mm-hmm. yeah 100 percent. i have noticed that it's very hard to not bring food into it's it yeah. it's a challenge especially mm-hmm. when you know, I always joke, I got to 365 pounds by having food in every part of my life. Right. And, you know, I look at my birthday, it used to be a Mardi Gras. Of, well, mm. we're going to these restaurants this night. Here's the night we eat at my parents' house. Here's the night we go out with my in-laws. Here's the mm. night I go out with my friends. And I'm looking at it. I used to block out and I can check it because I keep my whole dork life in a Google calendar. Yes, you do. But it's like, I, I can go back and check and be like, man, I had like 14 different events mm. that had to do with food that were surrounded by my birthday mm-hmm. or any milestone you can see here's five days on average i would eat a caloric dump of food mm-hmm. to celebrate or if i felt bad here was the bender the other way mm-hmm. yeah and you're just riding this caloric mm-hmm. roller coaster that yep. you know got me to where i was when i one of my old friends the ones that it was all based on food like that's what our relationship was based on was food Anytime I would go and visit her or we would go on a trip together, she would outline all the days by food. Yep. So it would be breakfast. We're having this lunch. We're doing this. Okay. Then we're going to go here and have a snack. And then dinner is this. And then this is where we're going to have dessert. And every single day was like that. It was all based around what we were eating. And that mindset swapped so much for me because I was like, but I don't need like I can have a couple slices of salami and be fine. Like, right. I don't need to base my whole day on one lunch. You know, sometimes, yeah, you want to have a special lunch or whatever. Like that's totally fine. But you don't need to base your entire day and life around, around these when, meals. When you come to Philly, we're getting cheesecakes, but or cheese steaks. Cheese, yeah, cheese the steaks. Philly cheese steaks. Oh, 100%. Cheesecake and cheese steaks. I'm totally down yeah. for <laughs> And that's I don't totally know why fine. this area has so many weight loss surgery patients. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's we have an amazing food area. Yeah, but right. when you go and travel, you should have one meal. But I guess what I really learned is uh, like the Super Bowl. That mm-hmm. would start in the morning. I would have pancakes, sausage. Egg. I'd pretty much make myself my own Grand Slam. Okay. Wow. Then have a lunch of whatever and then eat hot garbage all the way through the game. And it's like, yeah, I still eat hot garbage for the Super Bowl. I'm still eating wings and nachos and having mm-hmm. a good time. But I'm making sure that, like, I'm working out in the morning. Right. I'm mm-hmm. hydrating all day. Mm-hmm. I'm hitting 120 to 150 grams of protein going into nice. that event so that I'm not eating the table uh, when yeah. I go through. Yeah, yeah. definitely. It, it turns out that the vegetable tray, uh, you can eat that. I always thought it was for decoration. <laughs> and you can you can eat those. Crazy, right? And you don't have to de- duck them in the ranch. You can just eat them straight up. Yeah, I, I thought that. there was a rule that you, if you picked it up, you had to put it in the ranch. You got to dunk. Yeah, you got to dunk. Yeah, dunk. I was I'm fully, fully unaware of that rule. Yeah. That yeah. you can eat it without. Yeah, you don't have to have sauce. What are some NSVs that have come your way? Yeah. Everything. 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 I buy clothes. Yeah. Um, 
that's a fun one. You know, I, well, it's weird. Like I, 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 my wife jokes that I'm so basic with everything. Cause I'm like, I couldn't fit in the Patagonia two years ago. Right. So I don't care. Like I want the trendy jacket. I own a sweater. Like I couldn't wear a sweater because I would just sweat in the sweater. Right. And it would smell weird. Um, I don't <laughs> sweat everywhere I go. It does. You ever, you yeah. ever, you ever smell a sweater when you sweat in it? It's yeah. not fun. When it's a real sweater, like what you have on, like a, a cardigan. Low, a cardigan. Yeah. It, there's some funky smells that happen. I, have I get no it. Clue, but Kelly doesn't sweat though. I don't. Like she even it. works wow. out and like nothing happens. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Unless I have a hot flash <laughs> and then I'll sweat. But she sweats. It's it's so I found inflammation in my body will get to a point and then my body overheats and then you yeah. finally sweat and then I sweat. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's fine. So I had a couple of colleagues who used to call me sweaty Santa when I started at my new job because oh, no. of the beard, the gray, and I, yes, and because I had the round belly and everything else. Now I'm swole Santa, and I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Now watch it. Um, <laughs> they, first off, Santa. I don't think anybody should ever name anybody that. This, this I thought it was like Santa? cute sweaty. and endearing. That's no. that's the one thing about being big is uh, we don't like the title big in front of our name. No, as a name, you know, no, no not or at all. Sweaty, sweaty yeah. is like a gross name for somebody. 100%. Like sweat is not fun. Like that's why. No, no. no. Mm -mm. Gross. Mm -mm. No. So to those, yeah. to those people. No, 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 no. Period. So no. clothes, you're into clothes now. Yeah. Well, like more than I was before, you right. know, you go to the big and tall. You're like, you have two choices. Here's a polo shirt with a lime green stripe across mm. your man breasts. Yep. Uh, that's option one. Yep. yep. Option two is a plaid, uh, tablecloth that has buttons that'll go as a shirt it comes in lime green or teal um and those are like, like that like whoever designed big and tall clothes are just bullies you know right, so like yeah. to have and it's like oh by the way this shirt's 79.99 so uh to buy clothes at like 20 bucks a pop is heavenly yeah. um i still like go like try to like ease into pants yeah. And I realized, like, no, I fit into these pants, but they look small. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, yeah, that that ratio, man. It's so different. Yeah. It's so different. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be like, there's no way this is fitting. No. And then it does. You're like, oh, I like, guess I oh, am that tiny. That, that does fit. This me. is interesting. Okay, cool. yeah. But, but the, the NSVs for me are just my life. I mean, I can I can run around and I tire out my kids before they tire me out. It's, I can get down into the lower cabinets without sounding like a rice crispy treat and I can actually get myself up without a system of levers and pulleys mm -hmm. uh to do it. It's it's just I I got a new outlook on everything. It's that I enjoy getting up at 5 a.m. and getting my workout. It's, yeah. it's a whole new life I get to live. Because what does your routine look like in a day? Well oh my gosh <laughs> that's the schedule. I love it. You know, I was wondering why you sounded so good on mic right now and now that you've turned that i know why because yes. he has a real My mic got me a microphone. A, yeah so i have i have like a microphone it sounds so good yeah it, i mean you look very professional i'm, I'm just know. and you very, sound very dignified that's right very professional also yeah because <laughs> normally there's like breaks in it and like yeah and you're yeah. clear as day i love yeah. it anyways back yeah, to your routine <laughs> Cause, cause well, no, cause from having to teach online, it was one of those, I was a tech teacher before, um, it was cool, you know, before the world shut down, mm -hmm. I actually liked using a computer in the classroom. Yeah. Uh, 
But it was one of those that like, if my kids have to hear me, I want them to hear the most perfect and crisp nasally droning voice going over the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo. That's right. Because uh, I stayed on content through everything. I love it. Uh, so well. anyway, quiz at the end for those of you still listening. But my day usually <laughs> looks like, um, like Monday will be 5 a.m. I wake up, I, I start hydrating. I do arms and shoulders uh, and 30 minutes of treadmill work. Uh, I then go in and do Dawn Patrol for my school. So I make sure that kids stay in the cafeteria. I mm. teach a full day. Um, I come home. I take my youngest daughter to karate. My other daughter goes to dance. I prep Italian pork chops for tomorrow night uh, for dinner. Then I have therapy at seven. I pick up uh, my youngest, Stella, from karate. I pick my oldest up from dance. I have therapy at seven, homework club tutoring at eight, men support at nine, and then I meditate at 10, and then I go to bed and do it again. So, all righty. Dang, that's, that's, a, a, that's a schedule. Wow. Um, what are you eating for like lunches and snacks? So, the best thing I really learned is I started working with Jim Moore, who he's five years out bariatric, uh, and he's kind of like my coach accountability buddy for okay. the sense is. I didn't want to get into this, this routine of like, oh, steamed chicken breast with mm -hmm, half a right. cup of, like that boring meal prep, which would cause, yeah, that face you're making, Kel, is exactly yeah. how we all, it's, yeah, nobody wants to do that. Mm -mm. It's gross. So he really came from bariatric perspective of let's get you some dude foods and make sure they are whole. Yeah. So that like, you're not eating like, oh, here's one Triscuit and a profi and you shouldn't eat again until 730 at night. Like, yeah, no, like, no. So no. my morning usually looks like um, for breakfast, I'll do a four ounce chicken thigh and two egg white mini muffins. Uh, then my midday snack will be a premier protein shake. If I can't get into the break room, because if I, depending on how I teach, right. Uh, you know, that's the beauty. I have two master's degrees and can't go to the bathroom when I want be a teacher. <laughs> they say, uh, oh, man. so you kind of have, you have to map that out you do. when you're doing that with the duty. Cause you can't leave kids unattended. Mm -hmm. Uh, so depending, I'll have my protein shake. Then, uh, the premier one as a grab and grow. Lunch is about five ounces of cod and I season it five to 10 different ways. So it's on a two week rotation of what it tastes like. Nice. Uh, yeah. I'm so impressed uh, by you and your, your cooking. Yeah. Like, it's seasoning. It's really just, everyone thinks like, what's the magic? It's fine. Zero cal seasoning seasonings like flavor God, flavor yep. God, please sponsor me or uh, send me anything free. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> no, I, I don't get paid to say, but seriously, like get zero cal seasonings, uh, go into Costco. They have kinders and let's see. Oh, up. kinders barbecue is delicious. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the listening to him is what taught me is like, hey, guys, you have no fucking excuses. Like you can say the things all you want, but this man has made it to where you can actually prep and make sure your day is is totally scheduled out if you mm -hmm. want to. So it is yeah. on you to do these things. Mm -hmm. But you know what? That discipline gives me freedom right. to do so much more. Um, one of the best people, and then I'll get to my fun seasonings. That uh, but anyway, um, from doing one of my favorite men's sports was talking to uh, Jeremy, Maddie's daddy, VSG. Oh, I love him. Love Jeremy. His mantra that changed my life was life happens in the afternoon. We're both teachers and we're both parents. Mm -hmm. And when I asked him, what do you mean by that? Because he'll post it every now and then. And it's not often, but it, 
it gets in there with mm-hmm. his messaging. And I'm just like, well, it's amazing. Well, life happens in the afternoon. I'm picking up my kids. I'm being there for my wife. A mm-hmm. uh, kid might need help after school that I'm tutoring or bringing in. I coach. Right. Uh, so the more I can get done either at five o'clock in the morning or mm-hmm. on the weekend frees me up to do what I need to do to be present for life. Mm-hmm. And that was something that from meal prepping and having it, it gives me a plan. Like, um, Friday night, they needed someone to chaperone the play. And then they needed someone to work basketball security. Mm-hmm. So a day that I was told in like 24 hours notice, and this is what I like is they go to me. Um, you know, I knew I was going to go from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m. Right. And instead before, I, that would be my secret fat person. Be like, oh, man, I get the triple cheeseburger <laughs> and I get the extra fries. And I'm going to justify it and wash it down with the Diet Coke. <laughs> but now... The Diet Coke neutralizes everything. Yeah. Oh, oh 100%. Cancels, yeah, it zeros out everything. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, instead it was, no, I have an extra lunch that I keep packed in case one of these things comes up. Mm. I literally post about it. It's you secure the bag. I had my egg whites and chicken. I had leftover roast pork and broccoli rabe as like a deconstructed uh, Italian pork sandwich for after lunch. I had um, a four ounce piece of steak uh and it's just rice and broccoli sometimes on the side of it like mm-hmm. you have those staples from leftovers during the week yeah and just mm-hmm. building it in measured containers and like that day i did the math and posted about it i ate 1800 calories 200 grams of protein i ate amazing yeah. the food tasted great and i still had time to work a protein bar in at night as like my dessert treat yep uh but it's it's a way of life and by having a plan I ate under 2000 calories, was full all day, loved everything that I ate. And I didn't end up going to Wendy's. I didn't go to McDonald's. And Mm -hmm. it's that freedom you get from being disciplined in your actions Mm. allows you to have the life that you want to have every single day. And have it in the afternoon. Okay. Well, yeah. I love that. What did you just say? Being disciplined. I'm going to write this down. I can't repeat it. We're going to have to. Re- we oh, can replay man. it. Um, so it's, it's, <laughs> I, I go through everything of it's uh, freedom through discipline. Yeah. Freedom it's the idea discipline. that the more disciplined you stay on certain habits and things that you create. Yeah. It allows you to have the freedom to live your life with everything. So when things pop up, I'm always honored uh, that my colleagues at work look at me as I'm a go-to person that if they need in a pinch, I can step up for them. Yeah. Right. My wife and kids know if something comes up, I can step up for them. Mm -hmm. And the way I do it is because I have my day so planned out of getting the stuff done early and often, Mm -hmm. I get to the afternoon and I can be present for my wife, kids, friends, family, whoever I need to be. Well, and And don't you feel more on too? Yeah. Like, that's what I feel like when I was doing like the first two years when I was doing that, what you're talking about, I felt more awake and more present in the afternoon than I ever did in my life because mm-hmm. I got the water in the morning. I got the protein in the morning, the workout's done, mm-hmm. you know, and now I can be after work. What do we do now with my, all this time? You know, like, this is awesome. We can go do things. Mm-hmm. Like if anybody needs anything, I can be there, like not a problem. So mm-hmm. it's definitely helps. Mm-hmm. So the two main things that are great about the 5 a.m. workout is, um, one, you get to tell everyone you go to work that you did the 5 a.m. Yeah. Workout. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, that's how you know who works out at 5 a.m. They tell you every time they do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I do because it's a badge of honor. But the second is 
I am so hopped up on pre-workout that my morning classes go phenomenally. Right. I'm sitting there like, all right, everyone, we're going to go learn about the Constitution, break into your groups, and I'm sprinting through each group. And then, like, the kids in the afternoon are like, why is he so much different than in the morning? I'm like, he's crashing. Yeah, he's but, crashing hard. Yeah. The pre-workout's uh, slowly what going down. <laughs> pre-workout do you use? I do uh, Redcon for all my stuff. Redcon? So, okay. Okay. And, again, by planning, you can shop it. They have 50%. I don't get paid to say it so that they should um they have like a 50 percent off sale once a month oh. so what i do because i'm kind of crazy is i just oh he's gonna go grab it he's, he's gonna going. go grab it he took the headphones off That's he can't right. hear us but he's gonna go grab his pre-workout because it's redcon right is that oh, what he said yeah redcon so once they a just month buy buy in bulk when they have the 50 percent sale off yeah uh, they'll probably get rid of it after this is but um uh. no the whole point is like when you map out what you're going to buy and buy it on the terms of shopping a sale, because mm-hmm. shopping something we love to do, right? Um, you can buy more for less and make it last long. Yeah. So if I know I'm using the same five products mm-hmm. for the next two years and you can buy in that way, mm-hmm. it doesn't well. go bad. It just sits in a pantry in my basement with Kinders, Kinders, <laughs> right zero cow seasoning that uh, we talked about. But yeah. Like to give you an idea uh, for the numbers on it, it's zero cal. Sodium's a little high, but it'll help you drink. So right. you just have to be mindful of that. Mm-hmm. But like, this is a butcher's all purpose. This is a fajita blend. Ooh. This is a wood fired garlic. This is a salt pepper garlic blend. They also have like a buttery steakhouse. That They're one's all- really good. The buttery steakhouse. Yes. Put it on your chicken and your egg muffins in the morning. And okay. oh man, it's like eating a stick of butter every morning. Really? Like the, the my oh my inner fat kid just like does jumps for joy when I eat it. Oh my ah. god! Zach puts it on my steak. Oh, there you go. Yeah, and you it's can put it. You so put it on anything. Good. And it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's put it so on good. Anything and it's phenomenal. So I, these like, egg muffins you're talking about, what is that exactly? You just you go to Aldi, you buy the liquid egg white. We don't you have, have an Aldi's tables. You don't have an Aldi? No. Or Where it's a sad, sad place. I mean, because I, I but I have like that. I have chickens, so like would I just do like a bunch of like three eggs or something, or uh, take just take the yolk out of the egg. Okay. Although who knows? By the time this episode airs, that yolk might be more valuable than the white. So maybe we're doing egg yolk muffins. It's true, sir. I don't ever do egg whites <laughs> well, to be honest. But we with can you. also put it on like our protein waffles that we make. Yeah. yeah. Like, cause yeah, we, I made a protein waffle to go with my KFC chicken this morning. Yeah, so. I mean, Perfect. yeah, because we just use the devotion, mm-hmm. um, devotion yeah. nutrition. You do a scoop of that, one egg, some uh, baking powder, and works we, perfect. Yep. Works great. Yeah. And so you could put that buttery blend over the top of that, and you could use the buttery blend devotion nutrition with the buttery blend Kinder's seasoning. Yeah. Oh my God, now, so much butter. Now here's the math part, but it, it is, but it isn't because it isn't actual butter. So right. it's a zero cow, mm-hmm. but think of it this, think of it this way. I can have my cod five different ways yeah. with those seasonings. Mm-hmm. I can season my veggies five to 10 different ways and mix it differently each way with the cod. Oh, rice is rice. That. Melanie so is keeping up with you. I am not. I'm so stoked right now. You see how I'm doing, but mm-hmm. see, I can see that you're getting it now. Yeah. yeah her, her math brain is going. It's that joy. Yeah, the math, and again, I did so well in math, Mel. They let me take the same courses again in the summertime. And I tell the kids that. That's me. <laughs> oh, that sounds like my kid. He's going to have to retake geometry in the summer this year. Yeah, but see, he's in geometry. I don't think I ever made it out of algebra. 
I don't now think. all I hear is a future history teacher in the mind. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> I I could see it coming. My well, high school got to a point where like, you know what? You've gotten three years of summer school. We're just going to let you graduate. You're but. good. You're good. Get out. What's <laughs> funny is yeah. that he really does love history. So yeah. lie. He loves science and history. So yeah. that's kind of perfect. Different for parts of the brain for everything. That's but right. It's, yep. it's oh what God. I tell parents all the time. Look, they might just not like me. They might just not like class. You're all going to be successful when you find your niche and call. Exactly. It's true. It's yep. true. Your passion. You have to figure it out. It takes a while. Takes a long while because yeah. I mean I went to school for accounting and communications and now I'm I run a podcast and work as a claims adjuster like that's not at mm-hmm. all what my degree was was in but mm-hmm. I can use a lot of the um, knowledge and the experience that I got from there over to another place so I always encourage school 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 because you just don't know and I know a lot of people are like oh but college might not be for me but for me it's like that's fine but do something in college because it's about really the people you meet. Because then you get to meet lots of different types of people. You get to learn how to work with different types of people because that is key. It is key. You have to learn how to work with people and all different types of people because this world is filled with different types of people. And if you can't communicate to them, then how are you supposed to work together? Like and be on the same page or at least learn about each other. Like not one person's the same. So my my junior year guidance counselor actually said, that at the rate I'm going, I was never going to leave high school. And I showed him I'm going to get a pension from my high school. Yeah. So, That's so funny. Yeah. I'm back, baby. I'm That's back. right. Because you're tenured. Is that what I understand? Uh, no, I get, I get it next year. So four years in a day. So. Yay. That's yes. so That's cool. Really I'm so proud of you. So I have a question oh. about your Instagram. Yeah. How has it been since you started your Instagram? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, did you find it like very welcoming is it been kind of like kind of hit and miss? Like what does yeah. it feel like to be a dude on Instagram? Yeah. Well, there's four of us. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's I'm, I'm the mid-level Instagram account. I'm an under 5K Instagram account. When I first started, it was just um, I kind of wanted to take a look at things and kind of see what was there. Mm-hmm. And it was for motivation. And it was like, you know, what, I want to document my progress. Yeah. Right. And then from doing the process and looking at everything, um, sleeved athlete who is so amazing, mm-hmm. uh, made a post of shout out to the five dudes in the men's, uh, VSG community. We see you and we like what you're doing. So yep. I was like, why don't we do a live together and see who came out? So like mm-hmm. I posted something about it and it was like, um, oh God, now I'm trying to blank. I already referenced the movie too. Uh, field of dreams. Field like of dreams. you build it, they will come. Yep. So it was this weird, like, you know, we, I started to do the Instagram lives and Dr. Joe was his surgeon. He's like, I'd love to come on and just talk so that the men know that doctors want men to have this surgery. Yeah. And he came on and he was phenomenal. And, mm-hmm. you know, Rob motivation, because we had already met in, uh, in person. Mm-hmm. was like, why don't I come on and I talk about it? And mm-hmm. like, next thing you know, like we were booked out till December of people just wanted to like send that there's a light on and there's men in this community and we want to help. Yeah. And, okay. uh, you know, it's just developed and grown. And I, I didn't have an intention of this. I was just going to be like every other dude on here. I don't post much. I'm just kind of looking to see. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kept me accountable. And I've yeah. met some really awesome people with it. We started doing bariatric meetups uh, mm-hmm. from there. Uh, and in the good warm weather months, we have like one a month. And to see the community build and grow, it, it's just phenomenal. And it That's keeps huge. me honest. It keeps me motivated. And my goal is like seven years from now, I'm still here and still kicking. Mm-hmm. So. Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. I That's... hope we get to rock this together. Yeah. Another seven. That's going to be amazing. Yes. 
Oh my goodness. We're never going anywhere. Right? We like it too much no. here. <laughs> well, is there anything you'd like to add that maybe we have missed in this uh, conversation? Any tips? Any tips, tricks, anything? I make a schedule. Yeah. You know, keep track of yourself. Uh, I hate to say it, but the data doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, half the people out there say tracking's good, tracking's bad. Find what works for you and keep doing it and find a schedule that makes you happy. Uh, some of you probably heard everything I said and said, I can't do that. And you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. If right. you can't do that, you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Find what works for you and that you are happy doing and you will not work through this process. And keep trying, keep failing. Uh, and eventually like everything you see me do is really just the product of five to 15 years of failing at finding happiness with food, working out, weightlifting and my life. So, yeah. It doesn't happen overnight guys. It, no. It's a work no. in progress. It takes years upon years of experience yes. and the failing and retrying the failing mm-hmm. and retrying. Mm-hmm. Cause like, Hey, we failed too. Like yeah. I think people think like, Oh, they got it together. But it's like, Hey, no, no, no. We, <laughs> we fail all the time and we just don't stop. That's the deal. Like don't give up We're on still yourself. Here. Like, yeah. It's, I still have, I still have binges. Yeah. There's yeah. still days where uh, I made a real, like a couple weeks ago, I ate a whole box of Girl Scout cookies by accident. And by accident, meaning like I ate them mindlessly. Right. And then realized like, there's nothing scarier when you're like, Hey, I'm 14 months out of my surgery mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm watching myself down these cookies. And I know that each cookie I'm putting in my mouth is wrong for me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I could not control myself. And that still happens. And people got to realize surgery doesn't fix that. No, it doesn't. You have to fix the relationship with food so that when those things happen, you mm-hmm. own it yeah, and you move forward and make a better day. And then I was mm-hmm. proud. I brought a box of cookies in two weeks after that. I had four, which I found out was the serving size of goals. Girl Scout cookies, which oh, is ridiculous. Four cookies. Four. Mm-hmm. Not four sleeves, like no, four of them. Four. On yep. one sleeve. Yeah. Like, like a <laughs> Simpsons hand. Yeah. It's like, what is uh, this? No, no. A Muppet. No. It's a Muppet claw. I don't <laughs> know. Like, I no. took the thumb in. It's technically five. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. No, four but, cookies. That is stupid girl scout i think cookies. that's enough though guys like four cookies no, is, is enough for it you is, at least serving yeah, size it should be like at least five or six well then your cookies are going to be smaller they then can the do it don't come that's into the, the house check check your packages but it's one of those things that like you got to celebrate when your relationship with food changes mm-hmm. so yeah. mm-hmm. uh we have wawa's which are amazing bougie bougie gas stations that have full delis and sandwiches oh. you're going when you come okay uh, okay but essentially like one of my goals was i walked out of a wawa after getting gas and i didn't eat food oh and for that someone is who a was win. 365 pounds and i could spend 40 dollars on gas 20 dollars in food mm-hmm. like to come out with nothing was that's a win that's yeah. huge a huge win yes for sure that is so exciting love it well thank you rob for hanging out with us this afternoon it's been so much freaking fun yes oh my goodness we need to do a workout do a workout yeah, let's go do some lives let's go. like this yeah. will be a blast my time let's do it oh, that's, that's a, a 2 a.m. Time. time that's not gonna happen exactly. come out of the bar we'll get the glow sticks going we'll oh there the you base. go oh that you should know, be fun the nights that we're still yeah. up i will just do a workout with rob i just shoot the moon right there um, <laughs> i try this at home people. i sent mel which this video will never never go public at all um i was drunk and upset oh, yeah 
and I sent her this video. I thought I sent her a picture, but apparently I sent her a full ass video. One full minute. And I was like, yeah. why didn't you Marco me? You normally Marco me because that's a video chat app. No, and I no. was like, she sent me a video, babe. This is weird. And then we play it and we're like, oh, this is hilarious. Oh, yeah. She can't form sentences. Yeah, She's up. all over up. the place. And then I talked to him like, do you remember that video you sent me? She's all, nope. Nope. <laughs> I was like, you might nope. want to watch the video you yeah <laughs> yep. nope that's not gonna happen for a while i have like stopped drinking after that yep. like i've had like one glass and then i'm like mm, i'm good done. i'm good done. so weird like the first the first time i drank after surgery was christmas day because that was like my six month mark okay um and we had to do the you know the, the zoom christmas because it was like right in the middle of the pandemic oh yeah yep. uh so you know that coffee mug uh looked like coffee uh, but I was definitely the hap hap happiest person by eleven o'clock in the morning after like two drinks. Yeah, like a hot toddy. Was, yep, I like took the prime rib out of the. I was like, we're all gonna have a Christmas feast, and then I went right down and went to sleep. So. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Cause, um, having alcohol yeah. after bariatric surgery, like when you wait, um, which you should wait everybody as much as you can, but mm-hmm. like, it's, you have a tiny tummy and a fast mm-hmm. metabolism now. So it's goes through you quick and you are hammered really fast. Yes. Do, do not actually do try it at home. Do not go out. The yeah. yeah at home. It's kind of embarrassing uh, when you go out in public at the first yeah. time. Yeah. I did it while yeah, camping. I, so I was good. Yeah, I was perfect. in the middle of nowhere. Like we were, it was golden place. Yeah, seriously. Because, yeah. yeah, you got to test You want to be yourself. in the trust tree when you do that. Oh, I yes. like that. The trust tree. Yes. I'm going to use that from now on. You're in the yep. trust tree. <laughs> I like yes, I'm, a middle, I'm, a, I'm a middle-aged white man. I use references from stepbrothers and movies from the 90s. That's oh, essentially perfect. my wheelhouse. I, I mean, just like the dance that goes with it. That works trust, with us because I think we were all born around the same time. So it's kind of perfect. Yeah. 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 Pretty so, much. We're there. Well, and guys, if you guys want to watch this, because he's done some really funny activities. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. You'll want to see this. You definitely want to watch yep. this one. Definitely so go to it. YouTube, hit the subscribe, hit the bell. It'll Ooh. notify you when these drop. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to watch these sooner, go to the patreon.com mm-hmm. forward slash OSLP and these get the, uh, the people that pay $10 or higher. Not only are you in the Benji support group, that's like the best support group in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you get these videos 10 days early. So please go and watch these cause this one's hilarious. And we will have dad Rob, which his Instagram name is not dad Rob. No, we it's have not. just coined him as do- dad Rob. Yes. Um, we will have him linked his Instagram linked below. So check it out um, and go follow him because he's hilarious and so inspiring. So inspiring. His workouts. Every time I see one, I'm like, damn it. Another day that I didn't get a workout. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's mm-hmm. a new day. Tomorrow's didn't a new get day. a workout in yet. Yet. Use that growth mindset. Yes. Ooh, I like that. The yet word. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I may you work out in the morning or nothing. Oh, my goodness. Hey. Yeah. At least I, I have a system. It you works. You do. It works. Three weeks with no workouts. It works. Um, You you do what works for you. Yes, exactly. exactly. All right. Thank you so much, Rob, for hanging out with us. We had a freaking blast. Yes, we did. All right. Well, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We love Love you guys. guys, And we'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, listeners, if you've enjoyed your time with us, please rate, review, and subscribe on any platform that you get your podcasts. Also, check us out on patreon.com forward slash OSLP for exclusive content with your favorite girls ever. Yeah. And also check out our YouTube page. 
Subscribe, hit that little bell so you get notified when our new videos drop a week after they are released. Yeah, and we would like to give a big thank you to Anne-Marie Cruz for our logos, Eric Vaughn with 17th Street Studios because he provides our music and our recording yes, space. Thanks for listening to Our Sleeve Live podcast where we are breaking that stigma one episode at a time.